Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, brought to you by the great folks at Andy Moore Honda Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Jim Coyle with you here as always. Uh, Charlie Miller will be joining me soon on the program today, as he always does. Uh, Don Fisher joins us today. We'll also be talking to L.J. Wright, the Director of Men's Championships for the NCAA. He's also an IU grad, uh, Floyd Central grad for that matter. Jim Reamer will join us. We'll talk some uh, recruiting, high school, see what's going on uh, over the weekend, games that happened, a lot that happened in the Big Ten. Some of the big boys were playing. Baylor goes down. Uh, there's one less. There's only one undefeated team remaining, uh, which I was going to be shocked if it, if Baylor could get through the gauntlet that they have. I mean, that would have been very, very impressive. Uh, for them to do that, especially at the end of the year, uh, uh, this the, their schedule they've got makeup games and it's it's against a tough team every night. It seems uh, there's no way I, I expect Gonzaga to not be undefeated before they reach the NCAA tournament, uh, and they probably won't be challenged in those first two games. So they're not going to be challenged until they have to basically win four games to go undefeated uh, and win a national championship. We'll see if they can get that done. Uh, to match the 76 Indiana Hoosiers. Not quite the same uh, accomplishment in my mind uh, from Gonzaga, but that's okay. Uh, what are you going to do about that? Lots of big games over the weekend. Indiana or Iowa knocked off Ohio State uh, in a big game. That was yesterday, number nine, Iowa over uh, Ohio State. Maryland beats Michigan State. Michigan State is not going to be happy tomorrow night when Indiana comes to visit. Uh, Indiana's next game, I, I, I think that that probably uh, – Michigan State is really, really in trouble with getting to the NCAA tournament now. Uh, they are actually tied with Indiana in the conference at 7-10. and 10. So their overall record, though, is 13-10. and 10. So they still have a chance, but they have two games to end the season with Michigan. That's, that's going to be a difficult task. Uh, but – Let's say they beat Indiana to go 14 and 10. You lose two games to Michigan, that's 14 and 12. You've got a winning record. Um, that would make them eight and eight and 12 in the Big Ten. Not, it's going to be tough. Uh, will they take a team that has an eight and 12 conference record for the Big Ten? That's going to be tricky because they'd have a winning record overall. Michigan State's got a difficult, uh, path to the NCAA tournament. Uh, Indiana, I, I don't see 
of course, they have a path that includes beating uh, Michigan or beating Michigan State and beating Purdue both on the road. That um, they get that done, they're back in the conversation without a without question. I would say, um, but not uh, not expecting that to happen. Uh, but we'll see. It all has to break out and and, and play out, and and we'll see what happens. Uh, we're definitely going to see different lineups because I think Armand Franklin won't be playing the rest of the year, so that's going to alter things. We'll see how that uh, plays out for the Hoosiers. We'll get to see some different guys playing more minutes, different rotations. Looking forward to that. Looking forward as we get uh, closer to the uh, Big Ten tournament. Um, as, as these teams fight to get in, the, the games the, the games seem to to ramp up. Um, Baylor gets knocked off over the weekend, like I said. Kansas. Kansas is a, 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 a I don't, I'm not going to call them a mid-level team in the Big 12, but they're like, they're down there. Um, but that's how the, the Big 12 is very deep as well. It's going to be a fun, fun tournament. Uh, for as crazy as the year has been, I think it's going to be a really, really fun tournament. Uh, so we're looking forward to that and uh, several things more. Looking forward to Don Fisher joining us here on the program today uh, as Indiana prepares to travel to East Lansing tomorrow. As I'll take on the Spartans as uh, Sparty is, so you've got a tale of two teams, both, both fighting, fighting here, here at the, the end, end of the, of the season. season. They've got, got something, something to fight, to fight for, for as uh, uh, Don, Don Fisher joins, joins us now. Don, how are you doing, sir? I'm well. How are you? Don, how are you, sir? I'm good. How about yourself? Well, well I can't. I can, I can, it's warmer. It's, it's not, not raining, raining, so I'm trying, trying to find positives out there. It's uh, been a long year, and uh, it's just we're at the end of it, maybe, and we'll see how things are going. But uh, you've got a busy week. You've got two games coming up. No coaches show tonight, though. I know that's moved to Thursday, so it's still a very, very busy week for you. Well, it is. Um, it's a very important week for this Indiana basketball team. There's no question about that. They put themselves squarely either on the bubble or just out of the bubble right now, and they've got to find a way to turn things around after two uh, more losses this past week that has given them a three-game losing streak, which is the first of the season in that regard. Couldn't come at a worse time. Indiana's playing maybe their well, without question, the worst basketball they've played this year at this juncture, and that's all bad news for this Indiana program right now because – Indiana obviously was hoping to get into the NCAA tournament last year. They got knocked, basically got uh, left out of the picture because of the COVID hit. Uh, it looked like they were probably going to get a bid to the NCAA tournament. It didn't happen because it sh- everything was shut down and they didn't even have an NCAA event last year. So this was the season that Indiana thought that they would break through and get back into the NCAA tournament field. And right now, Indiana is squarely... Uh, not in that picture if they continue the, the current string of losses. They are 12-12, and 7-10 and 10 in the league, tied with Michigan State in the conference standings for the number uh, eight spot. And it just it's right now, it, it's one of those situations that if they don't beat Michigan State tomorrow night and they lose to Purdue, their chances of going to the NCAA tournament are gone with the exception of maybe winning the Big Ten tournament. That's the only way I can see them getting in. So 
this is a cr- and tr- tremendously important week for this Indiana program. Yeah, and as they travel to Michigan State, Don, it's a team that is also in a similar situation. They're trying to get in. They uh, had made a late run. They they lose uh, over the weekend, so that didn't help their cause. So they're going to be kind of – they're not going to be happy when Indiana arrives. Both of these teams fighting for their lives – uh, well, they're both in similar situation. Uh, Michigan State has, has a slight advantage of being home if there isn't a home advantage this year. But uh, both teams are in the similar place right now in fighting for their tournament lives this late in the season. Well, there's no question. Uh, Michigan State's record, however, is 13-10 and 10 overall. So their record is actually better than Indiana's overall at 12-12. 12 and 12. And despite the fact that they, uh, they've, well, it's not despite the fact, the fact is they beat Indiana and they beat them soundly. Uh, they kind of started this downfall for the Hoosiers. And Indiana now is also a man short because Armand Franklin, it does not appear, is going to be able to play uh, probably this week. I would say probably his chances of playing, based on what Archie Miller has said uh, after the ball game on Saturday, his chances of playing maybe. Uh, for the rest of the foreseeable uh, uh, portion of the schedule is still up in the air. It doesn't look like he's going to be available this week, and uh, he may not be available for the Big Ten tournament. So this team is in real trouble right now in that regard, unless they turn things around mentally, because that's right now where this team's at. It's a mental problem for this ball club. Whether they've uh, lost heart to believe that they can't win, uh, we don't know what their psyche right now looks like other than the fact that it's not good because they certainly did not play well against Rutgers earlier this week and against Michigan on Saturday Michigan just slowly took the game out of their hands as the game progressed I would say that they battled but it wasn't a great battle to say the least yeah, Don, and and then the one positive I will say is we because of the injury, uh, Archie was forced to do uh, some change in the lineup, same change in some rotations. We got to see some different guys get more minutes, uh, and and so there's a positive there. I, I, the play of Christian Lander for it, uh, I guess it's not really a positive, but at one point for a long time he had outscored Trace Jackson Davis. Now that's not good because Trace Jackson should have had a more had more points, but uh, it was positive to see Kristen uh, Lanford with seven or Langford with or Lanford with seven points at one time, getting in there, getting more minutes for these guys and uh, it's something that they desperately need. So there was a, some positives that's coming out of that. Well, and I agree. I mean, the freshmen this year have been up and down. Uh, they, they've not had any consistency to their games. You, you know, once in a while, they'll pop out there and they'll play really well. Christian has been one of those guys that really struggled early on, uh, wasn't playing very well at the defensive end, uh, still makes a lot of mistakes out there on the floor. He, he's very quick. He's got He's got tools. There's no question about that. But sometimes he just plays, it seems like, out of control and makes too many mistakes. Now, in this game, he didn't throw the ball away. He had just one turnover in the contest. He shot the ball fairly well, hit three of eight, one of three from the three-point line, as you said, with seven points. So he did a solid job out there. There's no doubt about that. But they're going to need more than that. They're going to need other guys to step up as well. Trey Galloway, who was really a constant, especially at the defensive end, and doing a good job of handling the basketball 
earlier in the season since his back injury. He's not been the same player and still hasn't performed up to expectations here at the end of the season. Geronimo is coming off the bench now and giving them more minutes, and certainly on Saturday he had something to do with that, but he hasn't produced a ton. And Anthony Leal, who was looked like the guy that may be stepping up as the three-point shooter on this team, along with a couple of others, uh, has not done much at all of late. So it, it, it's going to call for some guys to, to look in the mirror this week. There's no question about that. And they're going to have to step up and play their best basketball if Indiana's to get out of the spunk that they're currently in. Yeah, Don, especially. And then you go into the conference tournament, uh, and you mentioned the keyword confidence. And when you go into a, a, an event like that, you've got to be confident when you get there because everybody is there and everybody is at the bottom playing for what you're playing for. Uh, so overcoming the mental aspect of that is just going to be something they have to get forward. And they have the opportunity of doing that here in Indianapolis. Uh, hopefully that they can draw something from that uh, and maybe go on a run in the tournament. Well, I, we hope that this all we hope that this all turns into that. There is no question about it. But it's going to boil down to these players uh, deciding for themselves just how hard they want to work and how hard they want to play. Uh, the one thing that Archie has said all year long about this team is that they go in every week and uh, after a loss or a win, and they practice really hard and they really work their tails off and. It just doesn't always transfer to the games. That's what's been a big problem for this basketball team. They, whatever they do in practice, you would think they take into ball games, and sometimes they do, and sometimes it seems like they do not. Uh, again, I think this is a mental thing. I think mentally this team has struggled of late, and I think that's the one area if they can turn that around and just get out there and play and start playing with the heart that we know that they have and have shown in many of these golf ball games this year. And this team's played a lot of really good basketball teams this season, and they played really well at times, but it has not been consistent. We talk about uh, the most consistent thing about this team is their inconsistency, and certainly here in the last three ball games. We haven't even seen any kind of consistency except negative consistency with this ball club. And they've got to get out of this realm of, of, uh, or this funk, if you will, uh, of what they're dealing with, whatever it may be. And they've got to find a way to turn this thing around or this season will be over. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm trying to be as positive as possible uh, on this as we get towards the end of the season because there's no sense in piling on. But Charlie Miller, Charlie, you're with us now. Charlie joined us now. But Charlie, as a player, you've seen this at the end of the year, uh, talking with Don here. What what can they do to, to, to get to the point that we they know that they need to get to right now? Uh, one, how you guys doing this morning? I'm good talking with Don. Good, Charlie. Awesome. Amen, great. Well, hey, I, I, I can't agree with Don Moore. I mean, it's it's mental at this time of year, right? I mean, I can only imagine having tough losses, working your tail off in practice, but then it does not transfer to games. But I think it's a mental funk, right? It's a it's it's you are right now. It's all about mentality, especially this time of the year, and the losses that you have. Um, I mean, that Rutgers game, I mean, not to bring it back, but, I mean, a 20-plus point swing, that's a mental thing. That starts that kind of, you know, toughness, that mental toughness that sometimes is lost. And then a tough loss against Michigan, um, that slowly but surely kind of happened over time. 
So I, I mean, I agree. It's mental. I mean, they, they, it's all mental. I mean, do we just need just all out fight, you know, from start of the game to end of the game for me. And Don, so as they move forward now, what what can they do different from what you've seen? Your seat has been so unique because you get to see these guys and you actually see the flow a lot closer than some of us get to at times. Uh, what can they do different at this late in the season, really, to, to change? Well, the, let's face it. The, the staple of this team supposedly was going to be defensive play. And we have not seen that staple uh, take over games here of late. They've got to get back to playing really good at the defensive end. There's got to be a fierceness of fight, wanting to fight out there to make sure that they are able to stop teams, that they cannot just take uncontested threes and, and knock down shots. Uh, I mean, Michigan, I actually thought that they contested a lot of what Michigan tried to do. Michigan's just a better basketball team right now, and they play so well together. And Indiana could take if they if they could just watch that film and say we got to look like that. Uh, they would be a better basketball team right now. But what's missing from this ball club, in my opinion, is their staple. Their defensive play has not just been what it needs to be, and that fierceness that you have to play with at the defensive end of the of the uh, of the uh, of the floor is going to be the difference if this team is going to get back on track again. Because if you don't have that fierceness defensively, you've got no chance against these teams in the Big Ten. And that's where this game will be won. If Indiana can play defense, it will have a chance to win here in the next two ball games prior to the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, exactly. And, and then because the, the, their defense has predicated some of their offense, Trace Jackson Davis getting going without Armand Franklin, as you've noticed or mentioned, he, the best shooter on this team so far this year. They're going to have to get uh, input from other guys. Jerome Hunter, get he had his first start ever as an Indiana player. Uh, in this last game because of the injury, and he gets the opportunity to step up. You'd like to see him get to do more in there. He's going to have to to loosen things up for Trace Jackson Davis. There's no question. I mean, other people are going to have to step up. Uh, the uh, you know somebody uh, I'm this on this freshman group. Uh, they're going to have to step up. They, they've got to start playing the kind of basketball. At the end, they're no longer freshmen at the end of this season. They're they've been around long enough. They know the system. They know what they're expected to do. They know how to play the way the coach wants them to play, and they know how hard they have to play if they're going to have a chance to win ball games. So there's there's no excuses at this point in the season. Right now, you either want it or you don't, and we're, we're going to find out here this week. Absolutely, Donna. The, the coaches show moved to Thursday, correct? That is correct. Uh, we've got uh, the team traveling to Michigan State tonight, so they'll be on their way to East Lansing until we move the show to Thursday night. Uh, we'll be on the air Thursday night at 6.30 with the uh, Inside IU Basketball Show with Archie Miller. But, of course, Don is tomorrow night with the game and then back uh, this weekend at Purdue. So a big, big week uh, for Don and the uh, Indiana basketball team. Don, I cannot thank you enough. As always, we appreciate you, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. Thank you. The great, the great Don Fisher joining us here on Indiana Sports Speed. Back with Charlie Miller and much more from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. Brought to you by Any More Honda Bloomington. Right after this. Hey, we all want more. No one gives you more for less than Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. And right now, Andy Moore Honda is having their first ever 0% sales event. That's right. You get 0% APR financing on a brand new Honda from Bloomington's number one Honda dealer, Andy Moore Honda. 
any more Honda of Bloomington where more means more, more selection, more savings. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club in Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Sobs Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Psalms Clubhouse. A winner every time. Does your bank offer the personal service of a community bank combined with big bank products that you expect? I'm Dane Chandler, Banking Center Manager with Banterra, and with our bank, you get the best of both worlds. Our easy-to-use mobile app includes conveniences like mobile check deposit. We offer competitive CD and money market rates, smart mortgage options, and unmatched business products and services. Switching to Banterra is easy. Stop by our locations to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. The college basketball season is heading toward an exciting NCAA tournament. And Leroy's Tavern is a place to catch all the games, including USI on the GLBC Network and the Aces on ESPN3. Follow your favorite team at Leroy's while enjoying 16-ounce Bushlight Draft for Justin Dowden Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, along with the daily 6 down the lunch special, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. Leroy's Tavern also offering karaoke starting at 9 Friday and Saturday nights. A West Side tradition, Leroy's Tavern at 2659 Mount Vernon Avenue. Welcome to your extraordinary destination, French Lick, West Baden, Indiana. You'll find great places to visit, to stay, to dine, and to play. We offer an up-close animal encounter with elephants and giraffes, lodging that is out of this world, world-class golfing, and a premier resort experience that is waiting for you on your next visit to French Lick, West Baden. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. There, get more to your door from andymorehonda.com. Charlie Miller here with us, as, as always, on this Monday as we start the week. Jim Coyle with you here in the uh, Eagle Point Studios. We're waiting for LJ Wright to join us. LJ is a former manager at Indiana. Uh, I had forgotten, I had forgotten he was a manager, a freshman on the 87 team, uh, national championship team. We actually went to high school together. Um, I don't want to spill it all till LJ gets on here, but uh, I went to Floyd Central. But LJ is also a cousin of Pat Graham. Uh, LJ's dad was our athletics director uh, at Floyd, the only athletics director we knew the for uh, like thirty years at that school. Um, but he is now the director of men's championships. 
for the NCAA. I mean, he is, he, his career started off as an assistant to Mike Fox, uh, a, a big name in Indianapolis at the Hoosier Dome and just has moved up. So uh, looking forward to talking to LJ. And, and we were just talking uh, off air with Charlie, and, and we'll continue this after the conversation with LJ. But And we've talked a little bit before about managers, that, former managers at, at Indiana, especially during the Bob Knight era. Uh, it's just absolutely nuts as uh, LJ is jumping on here with us now. Uh, right. LJ, how you doing, man? Hey, doing well. Sorry, uh, I had a little fire I was putting out. <laughs> that's, that's that's always the case, right? Uh, right now, uh, that's that's the case. <laughs> man, it's actually great to see you because I don't know that I've seen you in, I, I don't even know how long it's been, probably 25 years. I, I don't know. Yeah, probably a few pounds heavier and definitely have a few more gray hairs. Uh, definitely on this side as well. Charlie Miller uh, joining us as well, former IU player, uh, sits in yeah. with us each Friday. How you doing, Charlie? Good. I said, Charlie, uh, I just happened to find a um, a piece that they did on WBIW.com uh, like a week ago. I'm like, I thought I was the only person that knew this, but no, man, uh, everybody knows about uh, you and the great things that you're doing. But I was just telling him that you went to Floyd Central. You're a few years younger than me, but uh, cousin to Pat Graham, I think. Were yeah. you a senior when Pat was a freshman? Right, yes. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So you got to play. Who's Agnew? Who's with you your senior years? Agnew, those guys? Yeah, so uh, Todd Agnew, Kevin Abels. Uh, yeah, Brian oh. Hinton. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, that was a tough team uh, as a fighter. That's, that's a rough team right there, man. But uh, LJ played Indiana high school basketball. So you talk about the, the perfect backstory and then you, you came up. What was your first, didn't you start working for Mike Fox at the Hoosier Dome or something? Yeah. So uh, uh, I got an internship from Mike and it happened to be around the 1991 final four. Oh, and uh, it, that was at the then Hoosier Dome, you know, before it became the RCA Dome. Now it doesn't even exist. But, yeah, that that uh, that played out and and then ultimately turned into a, a job for me that I was at for about uh, 11 years, I guess, including the internship. But nuts. But we were talking earlier about and we've had conversations before about Indiana basketball managers, especially yeah. those through the the Bob Knight era uh, that have gone on. And I, and I just said, I wish I had a list could compile yeah. a list. Because it, you continue to learn more and more about, and I know you know we know about the big one, Lawrence Frank, you know, all the all those guys. But yeah. and I knew about you, but uh, there's so many that that like uh, Charlie was just telling me about that's involved with, yeah. with Joe Dumars and all those yeah. guys. Yeah. But yeah. I was telling about George David, um, you know, that yeah. went on in Detroit. Um, Dusty May, uh, you know, he he was my class in '98. He went on. I mean, he was with Mike Davis for a while. Now he's at FAU. Uh, one of the reasons, uh, LJ, actually, I'm a basketball development uh, a coach, and the, one of the reasons I got into it was literally I was inspired by Joe Bunasar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Bunasar, you know, he he went on to coach with Joby at Wyoming for a little bit, but then he got into player development. And Joe was a pioneer that really broke ground in player development. And it, I mean, so, um, you know, so so it's interesting – when I when I think about the value that you know you guys bring to us as players, right, and, and the amount of film, right, and sure. the Duke room <laughs> to yeah. watch, you know, it was all done by you guys, man. So there was always appreciation for what you all brought brought to us. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly you know there were a lot of things behind the scenes, and yes, and the way I think Coach kind of 
pressed us in ways that we didn't even realize it. Like he was pressing you guys, yes, sir. You know, and trying to develop you for for things beyond but basketball, life, yeah. the sport, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it was it was uh, you know things that I'll never forget, and 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 the opportunities. To, uh, you know, in the time, it wasn't maybe necessarily always fun, <laughs> right? But, but it certainly uh, helped to to build us and, and uh, you know allow us to understand we can we can pretty much deal with anything that's tossed at us. Well, that's that resiliency I, I always go back to, right? It's just holistic resiliency. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, sir. There cannot be a, a a group, a list of basketball managers in this country. Uh, that has probably the the what the accomplishments that that the Indiana list would be, and I'm not saying that for any reason other than it's got to be five. I mean, it's it's staggering. It really is staggering yeah. the accomplishments. I mean, when you see guys, I mean, what your position is incredible, but to see a guy become an NBA head coach, a sure. GM, that's yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, wait a minute, we're talking about a whole other universe here. So when we when we hired Lawrence, because you go through an interview process, you know, and when we hired Lawrence, it it was and we called him L. He wanted to be called L. You know, he comes in and he's this little, just scrawny, skinny kid that you know you could shove him in a locker. You know, I mean, just a little, <laughs> little kid. But man, he was full of fire, and and he said that was his what he was going to do. And every day he came to practice and he had a notebook and he was, would write stuff down, you know, and, and he was, he was there to learn because that's what he wanted to do was become an NBA coach. And sure enough, there, there he is, you know, he, he made that dream come true. Amazing. And, and you yourself, of course, uh, have followed up right through the ranks and position now of director of men's championships for the NCAA. Uh, incredible. Uh, that sounds like a lot of headaches is what it sounds like, uh, LJ. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it, for me just, you know, it, it is a it's a dream job. You know, I never thought that I was going to be in this position. And, and when I was uh, an event coordinator at, at um, the RCA Dome, you know, I, I would be meeting with um, Tom Jernstead, who's recently passed away, you know, was the executive vice president of the NCAA. But he's really who created and developed the, the men's tournament into what it is. And uh, but there was uh, Bill Hancock, who's now, you know, leading the CFP charge. But he was the director and he'd come in and meet with us. And it's like these guys are all doing this job that I'm like, man, I wish I could have. But there's no way. And then this job just it it really fell in my lap because Bill was in the process of moving on to to kind of retire until he I guess he got the gig that he's got now. But he uh, um, you know when he moved on I had called because I wanted to um, I was applying for an assistant GM position of the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, and so I called over and talked to Greg uh, Shaheen and Tom Jernstead with the with the men's staff and. And I just said, hey, would you guys be a reference for me? And they just laughed at me and said, we were just talking about you. And so the next thing I know is I've got two job offers on my plate and, and I could either pick up my family, move to Atlanta or stay in Indianapolis, keep my house and just, you know, do a job that I had been dreaming about, you know. And so it was a pretty easy choice. Yeah, it's not very often that the, the dream jobs come along to people because the, the importance of loving what you do sure. can't, can't uh, impress upon that enough. But the, the basketball being a, such a, a part of your life, I mean, I, your dad was, uh, I can't remember if I said this off air or not, but he, his dad was our athletics director, only one that I ever knew for the length of yeah. the school when I was there through the 90s. When did he retire? In late 90s. 
Yeah, so he was there when the school opened in '67. Uh, yeah. But it, it's and it, the complex has his name on it, so yeah. it's uh, it's a, it's a great area down there too. But uh, uh, coming from that area, uh, the Southern Indiana, we didn't get a lot of respect. I didn't think sports wise back then. <laughs> Uh, I love our friend Todd Larry when he's on. He likes to call us Hicks when oh, he yeah. refers to us. But uh, uh, what was it like coming up from being a Southern Indiana player to coming up there? You, you see that? Hear any of that? Yeah. Well, I, a funny story. One one of the uh, you know because I I grew up in a little one caution like town called Borden, and I ended up at yeah. Floyd Central just because you know Dad would never have seen uh, me or my sister participate in any athletics or any any extracurricular activities, and so. You know, I was like farm, farm town kid. Well, he, um, well, so when I went to Bloomington one year, I had to go pick up a, a one of the players at, um, who'd been in, had a, a surgery at the hospital. And so, uh, Tim Grohl says, here's the keys, go pick up so-and-so. Well, so-and-so was underneath, uh, he, he was at a, um, a hospital under a different name, had an alias name. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just a little kid driving to, Indianapolis really for the first time type thing, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, the hotel's just right off the interstate. Okay, great. I'll find it. I get it. I drive the entire loop around 465 <laughs> before I finally came back and, and, and uh, picked up the, the player. But it was like, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. And, and certainly um, a, a few years under my belt now, I, I feel a lot more comfortable around Indianapolis. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. To, I can see how that could be a uh, daunting. Uh, but now we have the NCAA tournament that that you are the director of men's championships landing in Indianapolis. First of all, for that yeah. to ever happen, that's never even something that anybody would even to think to, to conceive of happening. But it, it happened because of the, the COVID, of course. But sure. it's here. Uh, not <laughs> only is it here, uh, but you get to. Uh, be running that and in Simon Scott Assembly Hall, which is kind of unique. I mean, it would not, this would not have been unique maybe in the 80s, but uh, it is again, it is now. So that's kind of a unique thing for you as well. But to be, to have it here in within the state and, and to be uh, in charge of all that, it's got to be daunting, but yet very, very cool, a cool thing to have to know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be, I think once we look back on it, because I mean, we are certainly making history and, and I mean, it's, um, you know, 67 games right here in central Indiana and, and six of those games are going to be playing and played in Simon's hall. And just going back there um, for some site visits and preparation, it's just so cool for me to walk in and, you know, I'm um, Chuck Crabs uh, kind of on his way out there, but, but he's still the, the facilities guy and you, you walk in and it's like, gosh, it's old home week. It just, it's comfortable. It's a, it's a comfortable fit for me. And all Tim Garl, you mentioned Tim Garl. Yeah. I mean, Tim, yeah. Yeah, and so there's there's a com- there's a comfort about it. Um, yes, yeah, so let's just hope the Hoosiers can can get in the tournament this year. They got a little work to do, I think, but uh, let's hope that plays out. Uh, you know, the last time the tournament was there was in '81 when they went on to win a national championship. So it was, there's a lot of a lot of history there, and and it's it's been in, it's been neat for me to go back and and take some of our staff and and just you know um, just have them experience Assembly Hall in some cases for the first time. Mm-hmm. What has it been for you to, to to put this tournament together within the state? I mean, yeah. uh, it's it's got to be a little easier because the venues are all close. Uh, but the the all of the other logistics, man, I, I'm sitting there sure. thinking about the many bubbles that are basically being yeah. put up everywhere. Uh, the logistics itself has got to be mind blowing. Yeah, it, it is. Um, 
you know, in some ways it's, it's, it's good because we have relationships. You know, if we were someplace else like the NBA, what the NBA did in Orlando or in Vegas or something like that, where, yeah, the weather may be warmer, but you don't have those relationships and, and know that you can rely on, on folks and their yes is yes and their no is no type thing. Um, not, not having those relationships, but having those in Indianapolis, I should say, in, in the central Indiana area, it just it's, it makes a world of difference. I mean, we're trying to jam an 18-month process, planning mm-hmm. process, into basically two and a half months. And so it, it, there are so many details. And I can tell you, it just when I start thinking about it, it's what keeps me up at night and what wakes me up in the middle of the night. And it, it um, are these little details that are going to make the the uh, experience incredible for the student athlete. And there are going to be some that we just don't get right, you know, that because there's a natural process when you do it year after year. I've been doing this. This will be my 19th championship. Uh, I guess you can't really count last year, but we did go through the planning process. But, you know, things fall into place and you know what's going to happen when you when you do a certain thing. And this year it is just it's it's we don't call it madness for nothing, you know, and this year is really <laughs> it's certainly madness. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I can't imagine uh, the planning within the state and the excitement there. And it does. It, it's, let's just be honest. It sucks. Not uh, Indiana is probably not going to be in it. Uh, it's going to take uh, something we haven't seen all year. It's very disappointing to a lot of fans. Uh, you, you're, so, you're a fan, I'm sure. Uh, but it's just so disappointing not to have Indiana in this tournament when it's in the state. Well, we'll know on uh, Sunday the 14th. You know, we got the man of eternal optimism. A few more games, you never know. And, eternal uh, optimist. Yeah, that's absolutely. I mean, I think that they're a, they're a quality program, and I, mean, I think Coach Miller'd like to see Charlie walking on the court, you know, and being there for for him. But uh, um, you know, I I think they still got a shot. You know, I, the committee's going to certainly look at every everything. And one of one of the the cool things about my job, one of the blessings that I have is. I've been able. I'm in the selection room with the with the men's basketball committee, oh, and wow. so I'm I'm sitting there helping them. Uh, I feed them the data, and uh, you know I, I control two of the two of the four monitors in front of each committee member, and um, you know putting up team sheets and stats for the teams, running different reports, and uh, you know it, it that process is so cool. And I, I'll I'll promise you guys and every Hoosier fan out there that they're going to be evaluated fairly equally and, and you never know what, what, uh, what, what's really going to come out of it, but it's, uh, you know, all the, and nothing, no, no offense, Jim, but like the talking heads out there, you know, they, they'll think they know what's going on and, and how things are, you know, all the, the things that go on behind the scenes, but I'm telling you, it is, it is an incredible process. One that I'm proud to be a part of. And, and, uh, uh, We'll just see where the Hoosiers come out. You know, I don't, I don't think they're dead in the water yet. They, but I would love to see them uh, get a victory or two. You know, coming down the stretch. Oh yeah, they're, I'd agree. They, if they win, that changes the whole ball game. And I, and the one thing I tell everybody is, you do not know what you do not know, and that goes <laughs> for me. And, and that go, and I tell them it goes for me too. There's sure. there's that level up there. I, I, there are things there I do not know what I do not know. But yeah, <laughs> and that selection room, like you talked about, it is it. Most of the teams are probably already selected because they know it's those last so many that you got to fill in those last at large, like the Indiana's, the Michigan states who are trying to get in the la- the conference, the smaller conferences who who you may have a, a different winner uh, sure. and things like that. But 
yeah, those those last teams evaluating the the resumes of the Michigan States and the Indianas, and uh, as badly as Indiana has looked, yeah, they're they're they've got their metrics are are high because they play in the Big Ten. I mean, you lose against. Sure. I, I I saw a team lose to Michigan earlier in the year, and their net rankings went up two spots. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's yeah, it's they're not. You know, I don't mean by any stretch they're dead in the water, but they have to sure. win. But uh, it would certainly uh, be enjoyable yeah. to see. It would be nice to see Butler with a big win last night. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think they're going to make it in. Over, sure. um, I don't know that they can make it in, but it's just a, a weird year. But as weird as this year has been, I think it's going to be a fantastic tournament. I think the games, I, I swear, like I've been watching the Big 12 all year, these Big 10, I think the games are going to be absolutely freaking fantastic. I think the games are going to be mind-boggling good. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think the tournament ever really lets us down with how the quality of the games. You just think, man, can they get any better? And they just seem to. And, um, you know, I don't know what, like, Charlie would be able to speak to it better than either of us really playing on that big stage. And, and I can't imagine not having the fans there, you know, the energy that yeah. you draw from them. Um, I, I hate that for the for the the guys this year and, you know, for all of our cha- – all the 90 championships that the NCAA has and the, the, the participants that – you know, just not having that energy uh, around you has got to be tough. But we're certainly going to do everything we can to to give them the best possible experience. Uh, you know, so they I mean, it's making memories. You know, I mean, the memories that are made during this championship are uh, uh, life lasting. Uh, the one question we did get in from a fan: Why is NCAA changing the tourney schedule? I'm not sure how they're changing. I'm not sure what they mean changing the schedule there. But well, uh, it, it probably has to do with just because of um, you know normally we'll start on. Um, We'll have first first round game or first four games, I should say, in Dayton on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then start first and second rounds on Thursday and Friday. Second rounds on uh, Saturday and Sunday, and I mean that's that's changing. We're putting all the first four games on one day in in two sites, and that that'll all happen on a Thursday. And then we'll run first rounds uh, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, Monday will be second rounds, and then we'll have a couple few days off before we hit the regionals and uh, everything will just be a little more condensed uh, this year. I imagine that just has to do with scheduling because of everybody being here and in the, yeah. in the bubbles and all of that. It's just a, it's yeah, a logistics the, the, the details of, of getting teams in uh, just, I mean, it's, it's wow. insane when you think about having 68 teams and you're bringing them all into downtown Indianapolis you know, we're working on some things where, you know, some teams are going to know they're in the tournament because they're an automatic qualifier. They're, they're going to win. Whoever wins the Big West, you know, um, um, conference, they're going to know prior to Selection Sunday that they're in the tournament. They just don't know where they're going. So, in theory, they'll be able to get on a plane and get to Indianapolis, and we'll be orchestrating all of that. And I think there's something like 10 teams that, that uh, could potentially come into town early. And um, um, we'll have them – you know, but but having all of them come into one spot and you're trying to we're, we're limiting the number of hotels. You People just aren't going to teams aren't going to stay where they want. We we're controlling all of that. And uh, it's going to be a little bit of chaos and things like a, a riding on a team bus. So for a travel party of 34, which is what we're allowing, it's going to take and it's it's a 55, 50, 55 passenger bus. You can it's going to take three buses because of the, the uh, protocols in place, health protocols. It's, I mean, it's just, okay, now you've got three buses. Now at a, going to a site, you've got six buses for two teams. And it's like, 
just the logistics wow. of all that is is uh, it's it's crazy. Holy cow! And then you just keep going out to sixty-eight teams and yeah. the drivers and the volunteers. Sure. How many volunteers? I know that this tournament revolves around volunteers as well, but to have it in one spot and needing yeah. all those volunteers, have you all gotten all your volunteers already? Yeah, I think um, really work, working with the Indiana Sports Corporation to to help us with with um, a lot of that and and the various hosts, you know, at the, at the sites. Um, but this year, because um, there's fewer public that are going to be coming, um, you know, there's a big difference. Going to a Final Four with 72-plus thousand, you know, is a big difference between going to a Final Four where there may be there's – and we're still working on the numbers, but, you know, say it's between five and 8,000 people. Well, that's a big difference in all the other extra um, activities that are going on around – for the fans. And, and so the number of volunteers in that regard is going to be less, but there are certainly other things where we're going to be doing things that I can't tell you <laughs> because it's got to be a secret, but it's, it, it's going to be a lot of things that, that come in um, to the, come into the, to uh, the process. And so these volunteers are going to be doing some of that. So ultimately it's probably going to be a couple thousand volunteers, I'd say, which in Indianapolis is so well known for their, volunteers and Hoosier hospitality and all that it's it's uh, uh we're, we're very blessed and fortunate to be in to be in Indy uh uh with this thing this year yeah nobody does uh anything better than Indianapolis it is the sports capital of the world in in my mind uh capacity I know is 25 percent everywhere except the Simon Scott Assembly Hall unfortunately where they're going to only allow 500 people in I believe uh which is 25 percent of 2,000 yeah, and we're, and we're really saying, Jim, we're really saying up to twenty five percent because you know once we once we um, get the TV cameras and things located, well, normally you can have a TV camera and you can have just a couple of seats away. You might be able to have, or maybe even a seat away. You've got a fan sitting there. Well, now because of uh, social distancing the protocols, the safety protocols, we've got to have extra space. So now that's 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 you know, obstructing or it's eliminating the opportunity of, of some of those seats. You know, normally like a Jim Nance is sitting down right next to the court, you know, and he's literally right there. And that's not going to be the case because in order for him to call the game, he's going to have to be, uh, you know, unmasked if, if everybody at home is going to hear him. So now, you know, we're working with the health departments of the counties. Now the, 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 uh, the, the broadcast announcers are going to be sitting back about 25 feet from the court and they're going to be in plexiglass. And, and, and it's just, so now that starts to wipe out more seats and, you know, those sorts of things are really going to eat into some of that capacity, unfortunately. But uh, Lisa, now are most of those going to be eaten up by family, friends? Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, we're, we're saying um, the travel party is going to get 204 tickets and uh per team and so uh you know for a game that's that's basically uh 408 tickets right so um so now you can start to figure out okay well if there's a thousand seats available well you don't have that many just a little over 500 seats if you got uh you know if you if you got six thousand, well you're still i mean that 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 eats into it but at least for for those those uh participants those those uh the teams their families are going to be able to be there. And, and man, that's such a special and important part yeah. of, uh, for, uh, for, for the, I think the player, as well as the, as, as well as the family, mom and dad wants to see their, 
that wants to see you know Charlie on the floor. That's right. Absolutely, man. This has just been uh, well. It's been a blast just getting to see you, but the, the sure. information has been uh, unbelievable uh, and, and awesome. Uh, I've been wanting to have you on for so long. I, I would normally I would see your dad at at the IU games, but of course oh, yeah. that did not happen this year. And you were talking about earlier the energy. It I'll tell you, it, it sucks to go there. I'm fortunate sure. to be one of the few that gets to get in, but it, it's not fun. It, it's even for us without that energy. It's it, it is really truly missing so i can only imagine uh the players uh especially yeah. when you get into crunch time and you really need that it's it's what, what are they one last question noise uh, crowd noise are they going to sure. do anything different with that uh is yeah. it going to be more of an nba feel yeah we're, we're working on the crowd noise I mean, you you've got to do it right I, I think some of the you know some of our uh, member institutions and conferences have tried to do some things and it just sometimes it sounds like there's you know, noise in a can on TV. Yeah. Don't, don't do what they're funny. doing at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the things we were really, truly hopeful for is to be able to get some fans in because even with a couple of, you know, a thousand fans, it, it makes a tremendous amount of difference in the, the noise and, and, and the atmosphere in the building. So I think, I think you'll find that that is very helpful. Now, when you get into Lucas Oil Stadium, you know, that place is cavernous, it's massive. And, and so, um, but we'll have more opportunity for more fans there. So we we think we're going to be okay, but we are doing a few things to try to, uh, to enhance it, um, uh, you know, um, uh, th- through uh, audio, um, you know, opportunities that we, that we'll have in each of the venues. Will you be at the uh, Lucas Oil during the big 10 tournament? Um, I- I'm actually going to be uh, in selections. We go into selections uh, starting on uh, Tuesday, the 9th. That's true. So, I forgot about that. Yeah. Sorry, going to hunkering down, man. With LJ, I oh. cannot thank you enough, man. It has been an absolute pleasure and an honor, man. I can't, I, I can't wait to do this again after the tournament. There you uh, go. After everything is done, and we'll have you back on and see how many more gray hairs you have between now and Selection <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, no, no doubt. Now, there, there will be a few more. Please tell I, you. I, I, please tell you. I just want to say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very super excited for you and all the things you've accomplished. Um, and it's it's never been a disrespect for anybody to me being a manager and, and yeah. the things you guys move on to be it is always tremendous. And I'm just excited about the economic boost, just the overall morale boost to basketball in Indiana, period, having an opportunity, especially in Bloomington. Sure. Not because of the struggles or whatever, right? But but having basketball back in Bloomington um is super excited. So congratulations on what you were able to accomplish. Thanks, Charlie. And and I think as managers, you know, we I think we all just, especially maybe at Indiana, it's just you know there's a family, right? And I mean, it's right. you threw all that blood and sweat together, and and uh, maybe don't have as many bruises as a manager. Although I think I got hurt as much at Indiana practicing with with the guys. <laughs> but but appreciate your your thoughts there. And, and, no, and Jim, I'd be happy to come back at any point. But you know, just thrilled to be able to share a little madness with with you guys this morning. And when he said he was just a country boy growing up, trust me, I know where you're uh, living out there on Trainer Road is a lonely, <laughs> lonely place, man. I know exactly where he, yeah. where he lives. Yeah. So. <laughs> man, LJ, thank you, brother. Uh, rest and relaxation for the next four weeks, five weeks, however much long we, we got. And uh, good good thoughts to you. But thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. LJ Wright, the director of men's championships from the NCAA, taking time to join us here on Indiana Sports Beat. Back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios with more right after this. 
Welcome to Man, your extraordinary awesome. destination, French Lick, West Baden, Indiana. You'll find great places to visit, to stay, to dine, and to play. We offer an up-close animal encounter with elephants and giraffes, lodging that is out of this world, world-class golfing, and a premier resort experience that is waiting for you on your next visit to French Lick, West Baden. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Psalms Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Psalms Clubhouse. A winner every time. Does your bank offer the personal service of a community bank combined with big bank products that you expect? I'm Dane Chandler, Banking Center Manager with Banterra, and with our bank, you get the best of both worlds. Our easy-to-use mobile app includes conveniences like mobile check deposit. We offer competitive CD and money market rates, smart mortgage options, and unmatched business products and services. Switching to Banterra is easy. Stop by our locations to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Speed. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. Hey, we all want more. No one gives you more for less than Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. And right now, Andy Moore Honda is having their first ever 0% sales event. That's right. You get 0% APR financing on a brand new Honda from Bloomington's number one Honda dealer, Andy Moore Honda. Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington, where more means more. More selection, more savings. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. This segment is brought to you by Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. Would you answer it now? Welcome back. Golf Club Eagle Point Studios on this Monday, getting your week started off right. Brought to you by the great folks at Andy Moore Honda Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Zero percent sales event still going on. You can get more to your door with AndyMoreHonda.com. That's about to wrap up, though. You better take advantage of it, man. That was awesome having LJ on, Charlie. I it was just so cool. I mean, a, a dude that I went to high school with and hadn't seen in so long, but for what he's doing and um just a fun fun time for him well i don't know how much fun it is right now but uh being can you imagine being in the selection committee room hey that's look, like this, that's the war headquarters part, man 
I mean, listen, listen. First of all, it's again it got moved back, right? Wait, but it was back. It was in. It got moved back in the two thousands, roughly, because wasn't it somewhere else? Wasn't it in Kansas, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't remember when back. they moved. It was in Kansas. It, it, okay. Yeah, my, yeah. So my my thing Kansas is Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. The thing that to me is always that's that's really good, and 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 I know it sucks right now because you want we want to win. As, a, as an organization, you're used to winning. You want to see winning ways happen, and it does, it's not happening. But for me, as a former player and not living in nostalgia, what I always appreciate is when you hear stories like an L.J. Wright, when you hear about guys that are going on, and that's actually uh, influencing basketball in the country. That, to me, is, is what I get super excited about, again, like winning. Because, I mean, it's phenomenal what he's doing. And the calculations that, you know, like he said, nothing against the talking heads, right? But it's like it's one thing to say who's going to get in. They're looking at data. They're going off of, like, data. And, 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 it, and we're going to be surprised that some teams that do get in because of the data, right? So it's just amazing to understand what goes on. I know people are going to think we're crazy, but uh, uh, Jim Reamer is going to join us here or join us now and will be with us after after that. We'll take another break in a second. But because uh, we went so long with LJ, I, I went through that break and I was like, that's well, I don't mind doing that sometimes. It was just such a fun conversation. But uh, Jim, how are you doing, man? Doing well, Jim. How are you? Can you hear me? All right. Absolutely. Charlie Good. Miller with us. We just got off with uh, LJ Wright is a, actually a. A friend of mine I went to high school with. Uh, he's the director of men's championships for the NCAA. We had him on earlier, and uh, just getting to talk to him was cool about all the stuff that's going on with the NCAA tournament here. And he's he, he's actually in the uh, selection committee room, which I had no idea. I mean, because all the stuff he has to deal with is enough. But I'm like, wow, being in that that red, that's a that's a headache. I can't imagine, but a cool place to be. Uh, yeah, I would, I would love to hear sort of the things they go through to, to decide, especially some of those bubble teams who gets in and what their ultimate thought process is there. They don't need to be transparent with it, but it would, I think would make for good debate for sure. It would, it would sure be nice if afterwards, after it's over, like a month later, they video this stuff. And even though they're going to edit, I know they're going to edit. Let's see this. Let's see. And you know, they're going to cut the stuff out, but I mean, let's get a, snippet of it I, i'd like to know but yeah i uh, doubt that but uh it would be fun that's for sure because uh i i think I, I always there's a phrase i always say i said it earlier you you don't know what you don't know for fans that gap is gigantic for me it's still there because there there's there's there, i don't know what i don't know i don't there, there's things that go on in practice there's things behind the scenes there's things that i just don't know uh and that goes up uh but uh, and what you don't know changes everything. Uh, so, but yeah, behind the scenes, we'll see what goes on, but, uh, we'll talk about Indiana as well as we haven't talked much about them. Uh, so we'll talk uh, about that as they take on Michigan state tomorrow night, Jim, this weekend, a high school there's, uh, continues as that was the last week of regular season, I believe. Correct. It, it was, it was at least around this area. It was pretty uneventful. Uh, there were some really good games up North, uh, but pretty much everybody, even even teams that you know had games, I think were mostly preparing for their games this week. Uh, Center Grove even uh, versus Brownsburg canceled their game last week just due to COVID, just not wanting to expose themselves to an additional risk. Now there wasn't like a the- lot of that. 
Um, international high school here in Indianapolis was going to hold out its top eight players for fear of COVID. They've had some COVID issues, but then it was senior night. So their seniors asked if they could go ahead and play. And so then coach just relented and let them all go. And, and it, it turned out okay, but that, that was their intention. So, well, we do got to hit a break. We're long. And when we come back, we're going to talk about all that with Jim and uh, get back into Indiana and everything else. Charlie Miller's here and I'm Jim Coyle. We're back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios right after this. Hey, we all want more, and no one gives you more for less than Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. And right now, Andy Moore Honda is having their first ever 0% sales event. That's right, you get 0% APR financing on a brand new Honda from Bloomington's number one Honda dealer, Andy Moore Honda. Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington, where more means more. More selection, more savings. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Solves Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Solves Clubhouse. A winner every time. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Hey, this is Jim Coyle with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. TheHoosier.com is where you'll find complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers, as well as coverage of the Big Ten. Simply go to TheHoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also catch Indiana Sports Beat Radio there each day at your convenience, or you can find it in any place you podcast or on this station each weekday. If we're not on the station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. The college basketball season is heading toward an exciting NCAA tournament. And Leroy's Tavern is a place to catch all the games, including USI on the GLBC Network and the Aces on ESPN3. Follow your favorite team at Leroy's while enjoying 16-ounce Bushlight Draft for Justin Dowden Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, along with the daily 6 down the lunch special, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. Leroy's Tavern also offering karaoke starting at 9 Friday and Saturday nights. A West Side tradition, Leroy's Tavern at 2659 Mount Vernon Avenue. Welcome to your extraordinary destination, French Lick, West Baden, Indiana. You'll find great places to visit, to stay, to dine, and to play. We offer an up-close animal encounter with elephants and giraffes, lodging that is out of this world, world-class golfing, and a premier resort experience that is waiting for you on your next visit to French Lick, West Baden. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Her home with broken heart.
Welcome back to the Golf Club Eagle Boy Studios, brought to you by the fine folks at Andy Moore Honda Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Zero percent sales event going on right now. Get more to your door from andymorehonda.com. Joined now by Jim Reamer from Courtside, Indiana. Jim, how are you, sir? Doing well, man. Thanks again for having me back. Uh, not a lot going on over the weekend. A girls' ball, Silver Creek girls win a state championship, and I mention that because. They could pull in a double duty with uh, the boys being a uh, high favorite with Trey Kaufman leading them in, in 3A down there. Uh, so that could be a kind of an unusual situation, especially in, in southern Indiana, to see a team win double state titles. I'm still looking to see. We, we talked about that during the break. I'm still looking to see if it's been – I think it's been done before. Not specifically Southern Indiana, but now I'm looking it up to see if we can find it. So, Well, it's plus you you advent the, the classes. That, that that multiplies everything by – It gives uh, our, yeah, four shots at a it. factor of four. So probably along the way it's happened. But we're getting closer now. Uh, sectional play will begin this week uh, on the boys' side, uh, looking forward to that. There will be some big teams that go out early, man. It always happens. I hate to see that uh, in games one or two when you see two really good teams that meet early. Uh, but it just has to happen because especially in places like Indianapolis uh, uh, or down in southern Indiana, you get New Albany, Floyd Central, Jeffersonville, all in, in the same sectional. You, you see that all the time, and and uh, it'll happen this weekend. But uh, who are some of the big matchups this week that you think are going to happen? Oh, well, <laughs> Wednesday night it's Lawrence North versus Cathedral. So you've got two of the top four teams in the state going at it. And um, – you know, those who advocate for the sectionals to be seated at the very least aren't happy about that, but I'm not really sure how sectional 10 gets to parse that any differently without having some sort of super matchup. But for me, it for me it makes it makes great basketball midweek. You know, they're going to have to play each other anyway, although that sectional is so loaded, there's no safe way to go through. Uh, tomorrow night at Carmel, Westfield versus Zionsville is probably the best game in 4A, um, except for, let me check the Bloomington South one. Bloomington North and Columbus North, that'll be a really good matchup. And actually, East Central is very well coached. Uh, so they will be, uh, they'll provide a little bit of difficulty for Bloomington South too. So if you're you're in that area, uh, that that's a, if, well, you can get in. That's the other thing with COVID. But that would be, those would be some good matchups down in that, down in your neck of the woods. So. Charlie, you never got to experience, I guess, Indiana high school basketball. What is it like down in – because Texas produces a lot of talent, and and we've mm-hmm. talked about the gyms, the top you know, 12, 14, 15, right. whatever they are in the world. The one that's not in Indiana is in Dallas. Um, right. What is that gym, by the way? Is that just a, a multi-purpose gym for other – Yeah, yeah it's like a multi-purpose. Yeah, it's like, so that, so, so that shouldn't count. So it's for more than one high school? Well, yeah, and, and so and it's ah, it don't count. It well, don't count. A lot, a lot of high schools. It's, it's it's pretty interesting. A lot of high schools don't play on their campus, just like in football. They they play like neutral sites almost, right? But um, but if you're if you're asking me about the scene, the basketball scene here, um, it's pretty high. Uh, I was surprised, um, because you got a lot of players that come out every single year. Um, if they're not going, you know, high major D1, they're going to top prep schools. Like you had the kid, uh, Cade Cunningham right now, uh, who's at Oklahoma State. Um, you know, you got another guy right now, at John, it's called John Paul High School, Jump JP2. Uh, you got a kid going to Tech 6. So you got some players 
of the last practices that have come out of Dallas um, that has gone on to do some amazing things, if not in college, at the next level. Uh, and well, you guys got Dallas and Houston. I mean, you got some big city. Dallas and Texas hey, is I, just I, big. I, so. I'm going to tell you, it's a funny story for me. I actually had an opportunity about four or five, about five plus years ago to go watch uh, Scott Drew at a, uh, a Baylor. It was a kickoff, right? And, he, you know, kind of alums. I, when I was invited, you know, he, call, he called Dallas the suburb of Waco, right? Because <laughs> he loves recruit. You know, it's like, you know, it, it's about an hour and a half, but um, you know, what a hotbed of talent he has the opportunity to recruit, you know, when when you, know, when you talk about players going to Baylor in this area. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but And that name, Scott Drew, that's kind of funny. Uh, I, I was not going to talk about any of that but stuff. Hey, but I that's... only brought it up. I brought it up <laughs> to tell you a story. I don't know. Hey, listen, uh... I, I'm seriously so innocent. I'm so happy to with you right now. This is no subliminal. That is absolutely sure a fact. That's, I'm just laughing about it. I know it was. That's why I'm laughing because it was completely uh, un, uninvolved with me, that I was there. telling a personal story <laughs> of, of Scott Drew. No, Drew. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. Don't worry. No, I know uh, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim, the, the sexuals that are coming up. Um, fans, I, I've seen like I've seen a lot of Bedford games, whatever, here late because of where I am. I've seen on on, on on, on social media, whatnot, quite a few fans in, in, in that gym. So uh, these, it's not going to be, I, I, what's the IHSA doing? No, they're nothing. They're, they're letting the counties determine it, which that's what they should do. I mean, it's, it, it's a health issue. We, we talked about it last night. We, we podcasted for four hours yesterday, two separate two hour podcasts on sectional predictions. And we kind of broke some of them down and, one of the discussions we started to break into was crowd size and I nixed it. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to like out some of the gyms that have come out and let more people in. Um, people are being responsible. They're wearing masks. They're, they are social distancing in their groups, but they're just coming in big groups. I saw a student well, section you, this Bedford week. Bedford has got to be pushing the limits because man, <laughs> I, I've seen stuff just, just from social media and I don't care, but I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, wow, that thing is two thirds full. I saw, I saw a student sections this week. Um, that was a first. And uh, cause the, the most of the schools that I, that I go to, they, they're not really having a lot of student attend just because they're trying not to promote it because of the capacity. But then they're also – what school was it when um, they, they do make the students sit like six feet apart? And it looks kind of awkward. Uh, it, looks, it looks strange. But, yeah, I saw a couple student sections this week. That surprised me. Um, I am seeing some crowds that don't care much or, you know, for whatever reason. That's, that's their business. Um, I sit kind of far away from those groups. But um, – but no, I'm I'm excited to see crowds. You know, I'm I would like to see crowds still consider, you know, taking precautions. But um, it, it'll be good for these kids to play in front of some noise, and and to be able to play in front of a little bit of enthusiastic, you know, an enthusiastic crowd. So, well, I hope that they. I'm glad that they actually do because in talking about this, well, quite a few times, but we were talking to LJ about that, not having fans in there, it, it just sucks. I, I'm fortunate to get to go to the IU games, but there is no energy in there. I sit right I next to the, to the, to the travel, to the visitors bench. They bring, they have to bring their own energy, but that's it. It's, it's just, it, it is really, I can't even 
explain, equate the difference. It is in there. It's it is a, a, an unbelievable difference. Well, it's it's an a, it's like AAU. It's friends and family. Is basically sure. what it is. I mean, we play in small crowds in the su- spring and summer. I coached high school basketball for for eight years, uh, so I know. And we we had a. I was in a community, two communities that really support their their schools extremely well. Uh, live in a community that supports their school team uh, extremely well. We don't travel well uh, here, but we the home games usually are are you know not packed, but certainly close. Um, so it, it's. It's a big change, and so what you got, what everybody's seeing now, is what we see all spring and summer, basically, which mm-hmm. is stands full of about anywhere from twenty to thirty people, and there's a little bit more crowds for high school games, but but in some places there haven't been. International high school didn't let don't let parents in either. It's strictly the players and the coaches and the scorekeepers and the refs, and they don't we'll let media up. in or fans. We'll pick up on that when we come back. I'm about to get us back to normal, but we'll do a little overtime today to, for you guys, so you'll be good. Uh, back with more uh, from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, brought to you by Andy Moore Honda Bloomington right after this. Hey, we all want more. No one gives you more for less than Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. And right now, Andy Moore Honda is having their first ever 0% sales event. That's right. You get 0% APR financing on a brand new Honda from Bloomington's number one Honda dealer, Andy Moore Honda. Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington, where more means more. More selection, more savings. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Psalms Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Psalms Clubhouse. A winner every time. Does your bank offer the personal service of a community bank combined with big bank products that you expect? I'm Dane Chandler, Banking Center Manager with Banterra, and with our bank, you get the best of both worlds. Our easy-to-use mobile app includes conveniences like mobile check deposit. We offer competitive CD and money market rates, smart mortgage options, and unmatched business products and services. Switching to Banterra is easy. Stop by our locations to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. The college basketball season is heading toward an exciting NCAA tournament. And Leroy's Tavern is a place to catch all the games, including USI on the GLBC Network and the Aces on ESPN3. Follow your favorite team at Leroy's while enjoying 16-ounce Bush Light Draft for just a dollar Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, along with the daily 6 down the lunch special, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. Leroy's Tavern also offering karaoke starting at 9 Friday and Saturday nights. A West Side tradition, Leroy's Tavern at 2659 Mount Vernon Avenue. Welcome to your extraordinary destination, French Lick, West Baden, Indiana. You'll find great places to visit, to stay, to dine, and to play. 
We offer an up-close animal encounter with elephants and giraffes, lodging that is out of this world, world-class golfing, and a premier resort experience that is waiting for you on your next visit to French Lick, West Baden. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Buy any more Honda Bloomington? Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. They've got a zero percent sales event going on right now. Get zero percent APR financing. Mm-hmm. Get in there right now. More to your door from AndyMoreHonda.com. Uh, over the weekend, some good games in the Big Ten, guys. Uh, Iowa knocks off Ohio State. Uh, Maryland knocks off Michigan State. Michigan State's and their tournament trouble troubles continue now. They'll be mad when Indiana visits tomorrow night. Um, Baylor gets knocked off. Uh, that was just a matter of time, I think, but that daggone gauntlet of schedule they played but i i'm wondering man gonzaga is only going to get four tough games probably to play they have a legitimate shot to go undefeated and win a national championship charlie i'll let you take it first yeah i i mean i said that kind of earlier i i don't know i mean they got challenged non-conference but in conference they have a chance to run the table i mean it, it's interesting you know um so you know, and again, you know, they're loaded, a lot of talent. Um, I don't I don't see them losing in conference. I don't see them losing at all. So they have the opportunity to really run the tables. But I do think when Baylor is at their best, I think that they're the best team in the country. But Michigan is looking good too, uh, Jim. They, 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 they came back from COVID unbelievably strong. I was shocked on how they came back because Baylor – did not. They they struggled against uh, I think it was Iowa State, uh, and then they they lost against a good team. But um, Michigan came back and just started punching people in the face again. They, they just they're they have size at every position. It seems like, and that's you watch that when I, we watched that Ohio State Michigan game. I was amazed at how physical it was, and and really it was just because their guard, you know, their their wings are are so big and strong compared to what we're seeing at least at Indiana right now. And I think that's where the, the difference is. Those guys can hit shots. Those guys can get in the paint, finish with contact. And, you know, you look at, you look at especially Isaiah Livers, the way he plays. I mean, he's 6'7", 230. And I just – I literally just pulled that up because I, I kind of – you started going that direction. The, there's no there's no good matchup for him, you know, for – for him with Indiana this past weekend. There just wasn't anything there physically that made sense. He was he's too quick for, you know, for race to guard him. He's he's too big for Durham to guard him and uh just I just really liked watching Michigan play other than the fact that they were beating Indiana. So yeah, they uh they're a good team. It's exactly I mean, I didn't expect anything different from from that particular game, but uh uh they they look strong and and I Todd Leary thinks that they're uh, a team that can be strong enough to to win a national championship and and I I agree. I mean, when they're playing at their peak, they look pretty good. Uh man, a freshman um dude uh drawing a blank on his name. Yeah, I mean yeah. Can you and that dude gets another year gets gets stronger. He is just a load right now. Um, he they just they they have a lot of 
talent and a lot of weapons. They got guys that can shoot the ball, drive the ball, kick the ball. Uh, they're just uh, they they got a good team. Well, you you look at their roster. You know, Livers plays as a, as a six foot seven inch three. Uh, Franz Wagner plays as a six foot nine inch. He's listed as a guard. It doesn't matter. He's just skilled. And again, how that type of matchup is as skilled as those guys are is just extremely difficult for Indiana. You know, they play the Chandy Brown kid who's also, you know, who's also good size for wing. It's just, it's just those extra inches that, you know, that make a difference for them. And the, the Ohio state Michigan game a week and a half ago was an extremely physical game play with grown men. Uh, yeah. And as they, this, this week for Indiana, they, they're, they still have a chance to get into the tournament as, as I just, I don't think that they're going to win either of these games, but they would have to beat Michigan state and Purdue in my mind, because they're out They're They're not even in the last, uh, I think they're the first four out, uh, beating Michigan state is not going to put them in a beating Purdue would, but Mm, I think they have to beat Purdue to get in this thing, and they can lose the first game of the tournament. But if you don't beat Purdue at Purdue, I don't see them getting in, period. And that's probably not going to happen since they haven't beaten them in what, five years or however long it's been. <laughs> Too long, um, yeah. It's just a – but so that's where I think we're going to end up. But Charlie was – I think you guys were talking about it when I came into the came into the room. You guys were talking about – like the ratings, the how the rating system's mm-hmm. working out and all that, mm-hmm. how they, they they probably still have a chance. And, right. And, and metrics, yeah. You know, I don't know if that's good or bad for basketball. I mean, I guess it would be right. good for, for IU fans where you're not really emphasizing winning right? as much as you are schedule. You know, there can be some juggling in that. You don't want teams right. scheduling to win. You know, scheduling wins. You want teams scheduling for competition. But Correct. Um. I don't know. The Big Ten such a gauntlet this year, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying, and, and I think that might be the same grace. Obviously, you want straight up wins, so there's no, there's no doubt, right? There's no doubt that you are in. But what I was going off also the conversation that we were learning from LJ Wright when he was saying, you know, how, you know, there's there's the wins that you have, wins losses you have, but then the way they look at things and how they compute things. It's different. So that's kind of what I was going off of. But, yeah, I definitely understand. You want to make sure you are controlling your own fate in that regard uh, and not really relying on this team losing, that team doing this and that. So it's kind of tough. Oh, yeah. Well, coaches always want to control their own fate. Yeah. You know, and they want to look – I mean, look, there's no moral victories either. You want to – but right. you feel better about a loss if you play well. That's right. And I don't think Indiana's – you know, I try not to be overly clear. I don't think Indiana has looked good in any in a whole lot of capacities, unless they, except for Iowa. <laughs> well, for I, I'm, I'm going to speak from a player's perspective, and I'm just sharing from yeah. what I see. This time of year, it just looks like the morale is down. I mean, you look at them play, you just watch body language. Um, it just looks down. They quit um, in the Rutgers game. Huh? They, and I, they, I thought, I thought they quit. No, yeah, yeah, but, as but a whole, in the Rutgers game, yeah, it was. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that in the Michigan swing? game. Yeah, that twenty-two point swing. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, that's a that that's a and I'm, again, I'm not rehashing, but just going off. No, of, being in those situations. I mean, I remember games not going back, but up fifteen, lose by ten, and you saw every, and you don't you didn't see it real time. 
watch a film, you saw the slippage. You right. saw the miscommunication. You saw the non, uh, the rounding of cuts. You saw the lack of rebounding, right? Now, I'm speaking from that standpoint, and to me, that's what I see more when I watch the little small things that happen that pretty much almost brings a degradation. And it just it, it, it just kind of takes the sale out. So that's kind of where I'm, you know, speaking from that standpoint, as a former player watching it, it just looks like it's down. When they get down, man, it's like it's tough to come back. Well, it's just they can't score. You know, there's no – they have no identity offensively. Yeah. That's, that consistently works. And it's yeah. – I don't think it's a scheme thing. I You know, you'd like to think, okay, we can change some things up to maybe get – Trace and space more, or or race and sp- all that rhyme. Trace and you know, Trace Jackson Davis in space. Race Trace and race in space. space. <laughs> Trace and race in space. Where they're not always body to body with people who yeah. are bigger than them. And this is where I think a healthy Brunk would have helped, especially Trace, because now he's he's getting smaller defenders, mm-hmm. or the other team has to make a decision. We're going to put a exactly. smaller guy on Brunk. Exactly. You know, right now Trace is always getting the biggest defender uh, because he's not a, he's not a threat away from the basket just yet. Other than driving, he's not a threat to shoot, so they can close out short on him and and still be a step closer to the rim. So yeah. if he does drive, now he's he's really good at it. Um, but that's their only true go to opportunity, and especially with Franklin hurt. Yeah, when he goes down, he's the only guy that they've got that's been shooting consistently. Uh, it's just discouraging when you don't make shots. You know, it's yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we all most a vast majority of players identify with their offense more than their defense. Of course, of course. Um, the, the higher you go, the more guys you you have that take pride in their defense because they know that's how they're going to get on the court. Right. Um, but you know, it's it's tough on a kid when they're not. I mean, I coach I coach kids, and I I encourage them in the summer. This is a time for them to expand their game and. And we probably have a kid or two every summer that it's probably still too soon mm-hmm. for them to be doing that. Right. But why not now? And, you know, so that way they, they have experience doing it and maybe it, it starts to, to click in the fall and works for them in the winter. And we've had a situation like that. So I'm happy for that kid that it's he's starting to look good shooting the ball. So, um, but when you're not hitting shots and you're outsized at two positions, going back to what I was saying about Michigan – you know, it's you're getting beat up physically and you're getting beat up mentally because you're not you're not successful and and right. and making shots is not something you can control. If we could, we'd never miss. Of course, the only thing you control is the the quality of the shot. And I don't know if there's uh, a way for them to get more quality shots or not. Got uh, we'll do a little overtime today, but uh, we're about time to wrap it up for the radio hour. Uh, I want to thank. Jim Reamer, of course, and Charlie Miller and LJ Wright for uh, joining us here today. Thank you guys most of all. If you want to stick around afterwards on the podcast, we're uh, doing overtime, but uh, it's going to wrap it up on the radio side. I hope you guys go out and have yourselves a great day. We'll be back tomorrow, of course. Uh, Kevin Brockway, Mike DeCourcy, uh, Chronic Hoosiers along. Let's see what else we can get going. But go out and have yourself a nice day. Please continue to wear your mask. Do something nice for somebody. And until tomorrow, I'm Jim Coyle. I will see you on the radio.
Welcome back. Uh, a little over time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.